This is Internet Marketing. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 169 of Internet Marketing. Yes. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. I'm Andy White, and I'm joined by Professor of SEO and all things web. <laughs> I'm not Calvin a professor Newman. of anything. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I, I'm a geek of SEO, maybe rather than a professor. But professor thank, and thank geek you. of SEO. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Well, today I'm going to be with the um, the Queen's Jubilee is coming up. Um, Diamond Jubilee. I was going to say Silver Jubilee. Diamond Jubilee. No, that, that was a few decades. A ago. A few decades ago. Um, Diamond Jubilee is coming up very shortly. Um, and I just wanted to use this as a kind of, it's a good example of a seasonal event that's coming up um, that potentially you might have a business that targets that. Now, a lot of you probably won't have businesses targeting the Diamond Jubilee, but what you will have is um, events that are coming up Christmas, Mother's Day, you know, a sporting event that's related to your industry. Um, you probably will. Now, what I'm going to talk about here, it's far too late to do for the, the Diamond Jubilee. But hopefully it gives you enough time that if you've got a Christmas, you know, you can yeah. target your campaign there. So I'm going to take you through a timeline here of how I'd go about putting together a seasonal natural search campaign um, to try and target that. So we're going to start off with day zero, right? So this is the kind of, this is the timing, the peak of where your demand is. And you need to know where this is, right? And um, it's kind of worth bearing in mind that for a lot of events, this peak isn't the date of the thing, right? So say it's no. Christmas Day, the peak in demand for Christmas for Christmas presents isn't Christmas Day, right? It's kind of a couple of you know a couple of weeks beforehand, you know, and you work out when that is, and it, a lot of that's going to be dictated to if you're an e-commerce person by kind of um, you know um, delivery times, say for example. Mm. Um, so yeah, you want to mark that date in your diary, and you can use tools like Google Insights to tell you when the peak is. So if you've never used Google Insights for search before, um, go to Google Insights for search, type in a key phrase, and it will show you which month is the highest peak in the year. And if you select just that month, it'll show you which day within that last year was the time when there was most searches for those terms. But you could equally look back through your analytics or sales figures over the last year to work out what days were the best, if it's a kind of every Christmas. So mark that date in your diary and everything else kind of works back from there. So then if you imagine your day zero, you've got day minus 14. Now in every sector, there'll be kind of delivery times or lead times that you need to bear in mind. So it's kind of no use for your campaign, you know, if it's to try and get to the top result for Valentine's Day on the 14th of February, even you know, even if the peak for demand is, um, you know, you've got to work back from that really. Mm. So um, try and work out, you know, like so. It's, and I think this is a great way of thinking about this is so that say you are able to time your ascent up the rankings perfectly, that you become number one for Valentine's Day cards on the 15th of February. Worthless. It has no yes, value whatsoever. Misses so, the point slightly. Yeah, it? yeah. So always work back from that. And then, okay, so that's your day four, day minus 14. You've got minus one month, right? So you're a month away from your day zero. At this stage, you kind of need a plan B, right, for if things haven't quite worked out as, as you'd hoped. Um, you know, there are certain things that you can do within a search campaign to try and give it a real brute force nudge. I don't know if that's kind of contradiction in terms, brute force nudge. But that might be things like suddenly hitting a huge amount of um, press release syndication sites, the real high quality ones that you might um, have to spend more than you initially planned. But it's worth kind of having this strong plan B because sometimes, uh, and it, it, often it's the kind of, if I had enough money, I would do it in this way, but I don't have enough money. But you've hit the point where if you don't don't get that traffic, 
um, you, you're going to be in trouble. So kind of always think about the opportunity cost as well. So it might well be you have to spend £500 on... Um, a competition or you know uh, 250 quid on press release syndication mm. that you don't really want to spend that money and that's terrible but if you think about it, if you're not there for those keywords you miss out what revenue impact is that going to have and try and work back from there because that can help you do that as well so that's m- a month away have your plan b ready for that and if if you're not where you want to be at that month that point in time you know start operating um plan b six weeks before the event right before your day zero um you, you know, this is a prime time to be acquiring links. And I, I mean, this isn't the point when you should be outreaching to people asking them to link. So say you've got a guest posting plan. This is kind of the point when you want them to be publishing, not approaching them. And mm. always bear that aspect of it in mind because, you know, we've often been down the route and had, you know, campaigns where we, we've perhaps underestimated the amount of time which outreach can take. So if you're doing some link building, you're doing some guest posting, bear in mind you're probably going to have to send two or three emails to and fro to get the copy approved. You're going to have to build up a rapport with someone to get them to be able to publish it. They might be on holiday. You need to be thinking about all these kind of combinations. So that kind of six weeks away, that's when you want your links to be going live not when do you start researching them. And, you know, I think that's worth bearing in mind as well that if you're six weeks away from your um, your kind of campaign peak it might already be too late so bear that in mind um so say sort of 10 weeks out so it's like minus two and a half months this is you need to be kind of in full swing by this point in time right so you've got kind of four weeks of action going on to try and get to where you were just talking about the six weeks away so you need your content production to be in full swing you need your um, outreach to be in full swing and never underestimate the amount of time it can take to get a piece of content signed off particularly if you're kind of at all involved in financial services or any kind of industry where there's a level of compliance involved, Um, you know, and base that on previous examples. So don't assume, and you know, it's, it's, it happens where you say, well, normally an article takes four weeks to get signed off, but this is really important. So we'll do them in two weeks and it still (laughs) takes four weeks. Do you know, Plan for Wherever the other people scenario. are involved, there's always delays, isn't there? Yeah, there's and, 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 you, and, you, and things are going to take you longer than you think mm. they're going to take you to do. So kind of always bear that in mind. So this is kind of 10 weeks out. You need to be in full swing. Now, three months out, a full quarter before you need to hit your peak. You need your comprehensive plan in place of what you're doing, your strategy, your delegated tasks, your responsibilities and actions that people need to do. Um, now... I've seen some like really um, you know great campaigns with great tactical execution. So the elements of it were done very very well, but because of the project management, it didn't hit the results. Or, and equally, I've seen kind of some really well project managed results that managed projects that don't have some great results that have done very well. So actually, sometimes it's deceptive. As, as an SEO, I want to think that great SEO results will get great SEO. Uh, sorry, great SEO work will get great SEO results. But I've actually seen some mediocre SEO results. Uh, work get some great results because it's been really well project managed and i think that's a really really underappreciated skill in digital marketing it's an area i'm not particularly amazing at um but i work with the people who are really just, good at that. it's just being very modest no 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 i'm not i'm, I'm really disorganized but um this is the guy behind brighton seo yeah yeah which kind of happens despite me rather than because of me um <laughs> now yeah so what i'm thinking about is so that full quarter beforehand this is kind of what you need to be like have the plan in place. It's agreed. Everyone who had to have an involvement in it has agreed it by that point. And that can take up to a month beforehand. So what I'm really suggesting is four months before your peak, before your day zero, 
that's when you start working on a plan. You give yourself at least a month to agree internally who's going to be doing what debate about, am I going to be writing that or is you going to be writing that? So that's kind of the sort of timeframes that you need to be looking at to kind of really nail a seasonal peak. So it seems a long way out. And even this is, to some extent, it's going to rely on everything going perfectly to work really well, everything kind of not slipping by the wayside. But that's kind of the timeframes you need to be thinking about, which means if you're kind of trying to be hitting a peak for the last week of November to really nail um, the Christmas period, that's coming around real quick, right? So that's Mm. the 11th month. You go, okay, October... September, August, July, right? So you need to be kind of working on, you know, your kind of Christmas plan pretty soon. You know, we're in we're in sort of like um, April, June time now. Um, if if you really want to get a head start, I'd even start to be looking at your Christmas plan now. Good grief. Scary stuff, isn't it? Christmas is nearly here. The shops will be full of Christmas stuff. So. Yeah, they will. But no, well, that it's just kind of that's the nature of how SEO works. And even pay per click, which is a little bit more switch on, switch off. The more time that you give yourself to plan these things, to have contingency time for when things take longer than you ta- plan, for when sign off takes longer than you expected, when suddenly you need to have five meetings about something that you thought you could do over an email. Mm. You just need that kind of contingency time within that. So that's kind of what I would suggest you do at least four months out to really try and get anywhere. If it's a competitive keyword, you could be looking at 12 months out as well. Mm. I know it's completely different, Kelvin, but just tell us, tell the audience, how long you take to plan Brighton SEO each year? Well, the last one um, finished on the um, 13th of April. That was when the last event was, and the planning for the next one started on the 14th of April. Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah, it's yeah. Well, no, it's six months or so. So, yeah, yeah we're, we're on a six-month rotation. But, yeah. I mean, uh, it's... I think that oh, kind sorry, of, I forgot. It's twice a year. Yeah, biannual, biannual, yes, yeah. biannual, yeah. So, um, but, yeah, I mean, I think that's the... I think it's a good process to have in, in place that you're kind of really thinking. And that's, that's why it's good to have strategic relationships with agencies. It's why it's good to have people working in your company who you're confident are going to be there for the long haul um, because that's where I mean I've seen great campaigns struggle because someone moved on or great campaigns struggle because a contract happened to be up for a renewal a month after their peak in demand for various mm. reasons and therefore everyone is kind of you know the goalpost moves slightly so rather than worrying about well how do we get to number one for you know uh, Mother's Day gifts because it happens you know two months previously they're kind of focusing on keywords that are going to send traffic before then even though the ultimate volume of those is much smaller. So, mm. yeah, it's it's kind of about trying to get everyone's strategic objectives in alignment. That sounds a bit tarty, doesn't it? It sounds a bit <laughs> pow, pow, pow. Um, get your strategic goals in alignment. But, yeah, basically, um, think about your seasonal peaks. Have a long-term plan for them. You're probably going to need at least four months. Six months would be amazing if you can be that organised and just sort of get stuck into it. Well, I think we should create an app full of uh, Kelvin's most famous quotes. Yeah. And they just a soundboard, a soundboard one. A we soundboard. press the button and it goes, yeah. Really? That's funny. That's interesting. You and know, a, yeah. Bye. <laughs> bye. Talking it's about which, time to say bye. It probably it? is about saying uh, if I can get, get the words out, time <laughs> to say goodbye. Uh, as always, uh, fantastic information there from Kelvin. So uh, get your planning hat on if you've got things to plan, strategies, whatever. Plan early. I think that's probably the the takeaway. Yeah, from yeah. This one. I mean, to sum it up, is get started early and have a good plan. And with that, we bid you goodbye and farewell. And I we'll bid see you, you adieu. In, that's right. And we'll see you next time on uh, Internet Marketing. Goodbye. Bye.
Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on the internet at www.internetmarketingpodcast.org where you'll find show notes, links and instructions on how to subscribe. We would absolutely love to get feedback, comments and questions from you. If you want to send an email, send it to kelvin.newman at sitevisibility.com. Also, feel free to comment on the website. And if you'd like to use our voice line number, if you're outside of the UK, it's plus four four one two seven three two five six one five oh. If you're inside the UK, it's O one two seven three two five six one five oh. And you can leave a voice comment or question and we'll play it on the show. Also, we would absolutely be delighted if you would give us a, a rating on iTunes itself. Well that's it for now. Andy White is signing off until next week on Internet Marketing. What's new in podcasting? Here's what we love, courtesy of ACAST Recommends. On a scale of 1 to 10, with 1 being completely straight mm-hmm. and 10 being completely gay, what number are you? Um. You know, I don't think that you should rank how gay they are. I guess, I, you know, that's just a little of a red, just a flag for me. Come on, come out. A weekly podcast where real lesbians tell their real coming out stories. You can find Come On, Come Out on your favorite podcatcher out now. Go listen. ACAST, A-cast, A-cast, A-cast recommends. recommends.